Welcome to the Get Editor Podcast. We're lucky enough today to have Quincy. Absolutely come and kill us. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming through, man. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> but you did good. You did good. Thanks. I mean, you did not die. I didn't die. Yeah. I felt like it. <laughs> so, how did you... Like, what's the, what's the story? What led up to you getting to this point? So, yeah, I used to be a very skinny kid. You might not believe it now, but <laughs> I used to be very skinny and short. So when I was in grade 12, I looked like I was in grade 8. <laughs> so every time I would walk into a class, the teachers would tease me and say, no, grade 8 are that side. Yeah. So, and I used to be an athlete. I used to run uh, 100, kilome- uh, 100 meters and 200 meters at school. So when I got out of school and went to college, which I started doing uh, generic management, um, I went to the gym, I used to play volleyball as well. There was a gym next to the volleyball uh, court. Yeah. And uh, one day I was like, let me just go into the gym and see what happens. Went in there, lifted weights, and I fell in love with it. And then, you know when you're a beginner and you, you're lifting weights, it, you don't know how to do it right. Yeah. And the experienced people in the gym don't really show you what to do. Yeah. So I decided to get into personal training. So I went to um, what's this? H- HFPA, Fitness Academy, mm-hmm. uh, which I studied personal training to train myself, <laughs> not to train other people. Literal personal yes, training. I, yes, I, it was personal training. <laughs> so I studied that because I wanted to train myself, only to find out that I didn't even know that you are able to train people. Yeah. That I just wanted to find out more about how to lift weights, how how hit works, hit exercises work, how everything, how your muscles work, your um, lungs, everything. And I got to learn all of that. And then that's when I decided, hmm, I see something in this. Let me just go into this field and see if it works for me. And it has been since I started working since. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you started studying and then. What's HIIT training actually? HIIT training is high intensity interval training. Okay. So what you just did now, oh. it's high, it's HIIT training. So what you do, you have little amounts of time to rest and you keep going, keeping your heart rate up. So it's exercise after exercise. You don't get to like your functional training, like your push-ups, overhead presses, your squats. Um, well, um, exercises which are easy to learn mm-hmm. and but uh, are more effective on the body so you like 30 minutes we worked out for 30 minutes that's head training you don't have to work out for it's unlike uh, walking on a treadmill for two hours and burning 50 calories in that you can do head training for only 30 minutes and burn anything from 200 calories upwards and head training also has what we call afterburn effect uh-huh. so if you're toning up or you lose it, you want to lose weight, you do your head training and you'll keep burning fat from that moment on um, from an hour to 48 hours after you've been at the gym, you're still burning fat. So it boosts your metabolism. Crazy. Yeah. So it's a whole different like effect on the body. It's, it's a whole effect. It's like how I like to describe it. It's like, let's say you have a bicycle. Yeah. The back wheel is your metabolism. What we do as the gym, lift that bicycle up, do that to the pedals, and then stop the pedals. When the pedals have stopped, 
the wheel is still going. Uh -huh. That's your metabolism. That's how you boost your metabolism. That's why you keep burning and toning up hours after you've been at the gym. Active. Yeah, it's quite interesting. So like if you, is there anything you can do after that to sort of optimize it? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can supplement that. I do, okay, I do a lot of things. Um, I do HIIT training uh, three times a week. And then I lift weights four, about four times a week. And then I just joined Muay, Muay Thai. So conditioning, I have, I have, conditioning is fine. Fitness levels, I make sure that my fitness levels are always up to par. So that when I train you <laughs> and I have to show you an exercise, I, 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 I got to be able to do it mm. and be able to do it at its best. So that you don't say, oh, Quincy, you do, you're making me do this, but you can't do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> it was like my, my boss is standing on the side and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the first time you, what made you click that like, oh, I want to actually train other people? Well, for, oh, okay, form first. Um, as I said, I used to work out. While I was working out and I had studied uh, personal training, I used to work out and look at other people train. Mm. And their form was horrible. <laughs> horrible. You would see people squatting but leaning forward. You would see people bench pressing but they have their hips all the way up to the, the bench. So me having to go and correct people and say, um, try it this way. Yeah. It will work better for you if you do it this way. And they would do it properly. Some people used to have injuries at, at uh, where I used to work out and due to bad form. Mm -hmm. So I just said, I'll get into personal training. I start working here so that I can correct people's form and just make them do the exercises better. And then it kicked, it clicked from there that this is what... I'm meant to do. <laughs> no, we have like there's kind of a similar thing. So I'm I'm more from a musical like background. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what happened a lot was I would meet someone who either just started playing guitar or they've been playing guitar for like quite a while or something, and yeah. they start talking all this crazy stuff about gear and I want to buy this pedal and I need this to do that. Yeah. And then when I actually sat down and like play with them, it's like you really aren't at a level where you need to be focusing on gear, like. You're, there's no pedal that's going to make you magically sound good if you can't do the fundamentals right. Yes. Um, so I feel like it might be a similar thing with the fitness thing. Yeah, it, it, I think it is because you don't, you get people who've been working out for years, for years, and they say, um, I haven't gotten any results. Yeah. Then you ask, why is that? You get people who say, I can't squat because I have bad knees. You have to investigate. Why, why is that? Uh, I have back problems. I can't deadlift. Why is that? And then you say to them, do a deadlift. Let me see how you do it. Then you end up seeing that person rounding up their back instead of arching it in. Yeah. They round it up. Then you're like, that's what, what, what is causing your back problems. And sometimes a person who, who doesn't get results, you ask them, what do you do? And they explain to you, I work out five times a week. I eat this, I eat this. And then you try and correct um, how they eat, how they train, in order for them to get the best benefits out of their training and eating. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. 
So what like what qualification do you actually need to become a personal trainer? Or is it kind of open as well? It's 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 open. Some people are personal trainers. They've studied sports science. Some people have studied um, fitness instructors. You have yeah. It's a it's a huge field. Yeah. I I studied NQF uh, level five personal training. So I I specialize in that. So personal training is my thing but some people like if if you go to gyms and you find there's personal trainers and there's fitness instructors yeah. fitness instructors you find them on the floor on the they're, they're called floor instructors mm -hmm. they show you how to do an exercise right but it's not that you can go to them and say please train me for two hours three yeah, hours yeah. You, they just correct your form and they move away they have to they have to look at everybody around the gym but personal trainers are you they, yeah. they concentrate on you and you only and then you also can get a qualification of group sessions if you can run group sessions as i did i got my my qualification at ritual gym when i started working there they teach you how to how to do group sessions how to spread your attention evenly between clients instead of just looking at one client because i was used to working out one on one. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden I have to train eight people in a class and I have to look at uh, all eight people. There's aerobic uh, aerobic instructors, there's people who instruct pilates. So it's a huge field and there's conditioning conditioning um, coaches. So it's um, fitness. It's just <laughs> broad it's very broad and and you get different things out of it mm -hmm. yeah actually a question about conditioning like yeah. what when you say conditioning what are you referring to because I, I only know it from like MMA fighters or whatever yes. like hitting their shins against something hard yeah <laughs> so conditioning when you do like MMA um, when you hitting that uh, when you're kicking that um, punching back yeah what you do, you create creating friction on your shins. So your shins, they what I can't necessarily say they crack, but they get injured. Like if I lift weights, mm. if I lift weights, my muscle tear. Mm. So when they tear, when I eat right and get enough recovery, they come back, they repair themselves, mm. and they come back stronger. That's why you find MMA fighters they kick. If you've seen the crazy ones, they kick the, the trees, yeah, the yeah. banana trees, till they break down. What they're doing, they're making sure that their shins are conditioned so they are tough. They they break them in order for them to come back strong. So, so they literally get like little micro fractures. Micro fractures, yes. Yeah. They get micro fractures, and then once it repairs, now your shin is a lot stronger than before. That's why they keep doing it to condition. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I, I've never even slightly been close to <laughs> Like I said, I come from skateboarding, so yeah. like when we break something, we you tend to make it You weird. guys, you, when you break it, you break it. <laughs> yeah. So it's not microfiber. So even with bodybuilders, the only way they get bigger is by lifting weights. You don't get bigger by day at the gym when you lift weights mm. you don't get bigger there you get bigger at home when you are resting and you're eating the right foods like protein in order to repair those muscles yeah. once they repair they come back a little bigger 
a little stronger. So while what you're doing when you're lifting weights, you're tearing those muscles in order for you to be able to repair them again. So that's why people say like recovery time is so important. Recovery time is. That's why when somebody says to me, uh, Quincy, I want to work out five times a week. I want to do hit training five times a week. I always say, no, try three times a week mm -hmm. so that you get enough rest in between so that you come back. If you can't always be feeling like that. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to train five times a week, you're going to do that. And then you're going to drop. <laughs> your mood is going to drop. Your body is going to, it's going to need to rest. Mm -hmm. So if you don't rest, there's no recovery. That's why sometimes some people won't see results because they plateau and because of not resting and not eating the right food. Mm. Yeah. So when it comes to eating the right food, yeah. what, is, what does that entail? The thing is, it depends on a person's body goals. Bodybuilders want to get bigger, yeah. so they eat a lot of calories, a lot of carbs, um, a lot of protein. People so want to, what's the classic like chicken and rice? Chicken and rice, chicken and rice. <laughs> yeah, chicken and rice. And most of the time they can eat anything they want to eat just to bulk up. Mm. But sometimes you want to, you want a clean bulk. So you have to look at what you eat as well, but you want to get bigger. So you have to eat good carbs. And then um, there's people who want to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, you have to, you have to eat less calories. Uh, if you want to, oh yes, if you want to lose weight, you have to eat less calories than you use. Mm. So you, you got to use more calories than you eat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so it's like that with bodybuilding, when you want to get bigger, you have to eat many calories than you use. Mm -hmm. If you want to get smaller, you got to eat, uh, if you got to eat less calories, you got to eat less calories and use more calories. Yeah. Yeah. So surplus and... Um, what's it called? Um, surplus is when you want to get bigger, and then when you want to get smaller, you have to eat less. Yeah. So, like, this might be a strange question, but I've always wondered, like, is is there a difference between different kinds of calories? Like, let's say I'm eating a certain type of food. Yeah. Would that is there a certain type of food that would burn off quicker than another type of food? Yes. That is, um, but like same amount of calories. Same amount of calories. There's uh, f uh, food that gets uh, digested quicker. Mm. There's food that get digested slower. So like, for ex instance, potatoes. Potatoes take a long time to get. That's why they like don't eat potatoes at night because they take a long time to get digested. Mm. And then once your body is not able to burn that that uh, those calories, they turn into fat that's when your body starts storing stubborn fat. Mm. So, uh, yes, you can eat different foods. You can eat different foods with the same calories, but other foods digest better than other, other foods. So it's almost like the fastest burning food. Yes, the fastest burning food, yes. So <laughs> that's why bodybuilders eat rice because they don't eat, they don't say eat uh, bread and chicken. Yeah, yeah. They always say rice because rice burns quicker than bread. bread. Bread takes a long time for it to, bur to burn in your body. Mm. I also yeah. heard a guy say, I think it was on a podcast with like Joe Rogan or something, but a guy said that like they eat rice because they have to eat so much they literally get tired of chewing stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like when you have little chicken strips and rice, it's easier to It's eat. easier to get into your heart. <laughs> Imagine having to eat so many times and you have to eat bread and 
what's the toughest protein you could ever eat? Just like straight up steak. Steak. <laughs> Every, four times to six times a day. Uh, you have to eat that. It becomes... I once did a challenge at a restaurant. And I think, <laughs> and I think rice and chicken strips are the cheapest to uh, get. Of course. Yeah. Than getting salmon and uh, basmati rice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like one of my brother's friends is a bodybuilder and I think he said he spends about 20 grand a month just yeah. on supplements and food. It's, a, it's an expensive spot. <laughs> it's an ex if you want to go into it, just make sure you have money for gym, <laughs> you have money for food, not normal food. When you buy groceries, you buy your family groceries, <laughs> then you buy yourself groceries. Yeah. And probably if you have like four family members at your house and you're the fifth, you're probably going to eat most of the food than all four <laughs> if you're gonna be a bodybuilder. So it's a, it's a, it's a very, very expensive spot. Yeah, it would be horrible for me because I have a stupidly fast metabolism for some reason. Yeah, I, I used to, I, I, I think I used to have a quick metabolism because when I was skinny, I would eat absolutely anything. It's so weird, when I was growing up, like in my mom's house, yeah. everyone would complain because I was eating everything the whole yeah. time. We would eat the same thing and somebody else would get bigger mm. and I would remain the same size. But as I started growing up, I think it started slowing down. So it became much more easier for me to to get size. Mm. Yeah. Now I've actually considered like starting to, <laughs> to do some <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think I've been like the exact same size since I was 16. Probably. 16, wow. People will die for, for that. It's frustrating for me though. Like I've been trying to pick up weight, but but why? Why Why do you want to pick up weight? It's That's more for me, okay, two reasons. So I get extremely cold. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't have fat. <laughs> and the other thing is, and this might sound silly, but yeah. when you fall in skateboarding, yeah. it's a lot better to fall on some muscle than oh, fall straight on some fat. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I can imagine that. You're yeah. falling straight on the boat. Okay, okay. That's, it's just like, you want, you want to have a little bit of you, little you, bit you extra. need a cushion. Okay, <laughs> a bit of a cushion. <laughs> Oh, I don't okay, I understand. Yeah, makes sense. So, like, what would be actually? Yeah, what, what would be the best type of training for someone like me to start picking up weight? I would say lifting weights. Hmm. Lifting weights would be the best for you uh, because if you started running or doing high high um, hit training every single day or three times a week, you're gonna burn. You burn fat. You burn calories easily. Hmm. So you need something that's gonna challenge you build lean mass. So you you wanna go for lean muscle mass. Mm. You wanna get as many calories into your body as you can so that you can get bigger. So if your body a day uses, let's say, for example, if it uses 4,000 4,000 calories, in order for you to gain mass, you gotta eat 6,000 um, 6, calories. Yeah. So that four is burnt, two is remaining. Yeah. That two is the one that's gonna get you a little a little bigger. But you won't go just you won't just go boom yeah. and be big. It's gonna come slow and slow is good mm. because once you get big quick quicker, it's mostly fat. Mm. But if you go little little, it's gonna be mostly muscle mass. Yeah. yeah. So what so what when people say water weight, what are they talking about? Really? What are you, water weight I think water weight is the water you carry, the water you carry in your body. Mm. Remember they said 70% of our muscles are made out of water. Mm. So I think, I'm not sure about that, 
but water weight. Because it's, like, yeah. in context, I, yeah. I have this autoimmune thing with my eye, yeah. and the treatment for it's cortisone. Yeah. So cortisone, of course, is a steroid, so yeah. it makes you eat like crazy. Yeah. And then, like, I, I noticed, because it takes about a month for me to recover from it, so yeah. then I'm on quite a high dosage of cortisone for that month. Yeah. I do pick up weight throughout that month, yeah. and, like, without training or anything, I can see my arms getting bigger, but then within two days afterwards, it's gone. Water retention. Water retention. Water oh. retention. So you have water retention <laughs> in your body. That's why you seem a bit heavier. Like bodybuilders, when they go compete, mm. they take what we call diuretics. Right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Diuretics, and they take that. That's to take out water from their bodies. Mm. That makes them weigh less. So you see them lean and hard. It's because they took those pills to flush out all the waters in their body so they weigh less so when you go to a competition obviously you want to weigh as much as you can but look as big as you can so if you have water retention too much water retention you're gonna weigh more and you have to go with the upper higher class, weight class high, yeah. higher weight class so yeah i think it's water retention that's making <laughs> you <laughs> yeah no problem that's interesting man yeah. um, so obviously we're all on a bit of a strange We've been in a bit of a strange situation since last year. Yeah. Like how... Oh, there's a couple of questions on this one, but yeah. how, did, how was the start of the lockdown for you? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, it was... Because gyms were, were said to be the hotspot mm. of, of COVID and gyms closed first before anything else. And remember, with gyms, if there's no clients, if you're not training anybody, you're not getting any money in. Mm. So once lockdown started, it really affected the fitness industry bad because you couldn't train people, you couldn't go to work, you can't. You're just sitting there hoping that <laughs> something, something comes up. So yeah, it, it, it was bad. It and was. it's kind of such a like catch-22 because it's almost... Like being healthy and being fit is even more important right more now. More important, yeah. Like I say, the first thing to go. Yeah. Where I think everyone's crying sort of about bars being closed and not being healthy. Yes, and with gyms, you needed, as they said, you needed to be active, to mm. keep active, to be able to fight the virus or that. But because gyms closed down and people were forced to sit at home, it's, it's not easy working out at home. Yeah. It's, it's not a, when you at home and you're not at the gym trust me the right motivation is hard to get it's hard to get so yeah that's why they opened up and said people are now allowed to jog uh, yeah. to jog because they saw that people are just sitting at home and if you're sitting at home and not doing anything your immune system becomes compromised mm. but if you active and you're working out, your lungs are used to breathing, are used to being under pressure, then you are able to, if you get the virus, I'm not saying it's easier for you to fight it, but at least you have the mechanism to fight the virus. But if, like a fit person, if they get COVID, and then an obese person gets COVID, because that fit person is used to breathing heavily, being able, their heart rate is used to being High, highly elevated mm. it's, it's much more um, it's much more easier for them to fight the, the virus than the obese person because the obese person is not active and their immune system is compromised so mm. they're gonna suffer from 
that. So yeah. Yeah, like especially people with uh, diabetes, I know as well, it's like a very high risk. Yes. Um, oh, it's crazy. Man. So everybody just needs to keep fit. Everybody needs to do something, take a walk, <laughs> run. But it's also a mental health thing. Like, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's I also, think that was a big reason of why they opened jogging at the start of lockdown as well, because people were just going crazy. Yeah, you, you, trust me, <laughs> uh, as a personal trainer, and I had to sit at home, <laughs> not work out, tried to work out <laughs> on my own, and if it was difficult for me as a personal trainer, I can imagine the next person, um, the average person, if they have to get out the sofa and just work out there, it's going to be harder for them. They, they probably don't know what to do at home, what exercises would be good for them. And yeah, it's, it's, it was bad. Let me just say that lockdown was bad on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so did you, at the start of lockdown, were you, like you said, you were just sort of at home. Did yeah. you start doing like Zoom classes or anything? So yeah, at that moment when lockdown happened, uh, we were not prepared for it. Mm. I so, don't think anyone was. Yeah, we were not prepared for it. So it was kind of hard to, because we didn't, our clientele was at, at the gym mm. and everything was stored at the gym, every contact numbers, emails and stuff. So we didn't, we, I was still working for ritual gym mm. at that time. And when they eased the, we didn't do Zoom calls until they eased the lo lockdown regulations. That's when we would go to one, one of the gyms um, on Zoom, do the workouts with some clients, give them the links. Anybody who wants to join a class would join a class anytime from 12 o'clock. There was a class at 12, 12 uh, p.m. Hmm. for 30 p.m. and 6, 6 p.m. Yeah, there was those classes. We tried, but not a lot of people were into it because yeah. they they are used to us being there physically yeah. to train them, to motivate them while we are there. It's, it's a different ball game when you're on the screen, uh, a person could take their camera, face it elsewhere, and just be sitting on the side, <laughs> <laughs> on the side or switch off their camera, mm -hmm. and you would think they're working out while they're not. And so, But I mean, like while we were doing this session now, it's. Like, I would not have been able to do that on my own at yeah. my house. Yes. Not even slightly. So it's, you definitely feed off that energy. That that's energy, yes. That's why, that's why we say on Zoom calls, not everybody was into it because you're on your own, firstly. You can see other people on the screen, but initially, you're on your own. Mm -hmm. And you're listening to me from a computer. And I can't pay special attention to everybody because it's a, it's a screen. I can't look over and say, okay, hips, get your hips lower, tighten your core, um, stand up, do this and this to correct your form. You were, you were just doing it in order for, to do it, just to keep <laughs> people active. It's, it's different when you do it face to face than on the, on the computer. We did a couple of classes and it didn't really work out. It wasn't as famous as we thought it would be. Then we stopped. Luckily, when we stopped, that's when um, um, gyms were allowed to open. Uh, but unfortunately, our, our gym didn't survive the lockdown. It, it was, it, it couldn't survive because rent had to be paid. Mm -hmm. Remember with clients, if you, you have clients and they're paying a monthly fee, if they're not working out, 
that you're not supposed to be deducting that fee yeah. because they're not working out, they're sitting at home. So there's rent to be paid, there's staff. When there's staff, staff can't be paid. So luckily enough, our gym was registered with a UIF and then we got a, a, a portion, a small, small stipend. <laughs> <laughs> we got a small stipend to at least buy something, not literally not have anything in the house, like groceries or anything. And then we came back, we tried to recover from lockdown for a month or two, but it didn't work out. The gym had to close down. Yeah. There's a lot of industries, a lot of industries that got hit so hard. We like we count our lucky stars every day that we're still here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And ritual. I used to work for a ritual gym. It was open and when in uh, 20, 2018, 2019 if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so relatively recent. Yeah, the first one opened in Ilovo, uh, Throb Center, and then the second one, which I was based at. It opened in Fowes, Pine Slopes Boulevard. Mm. Uh, the Fowes one hadn't finished, had just finished a year. So we had to close both branches. Oh. So there were only two in South Africa. So we had to close both branches and move on from there. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, since then you started a whole new sort of... Yeah, since thing. then, uh, <laughs> since then uh, the clients I've been training at Ritual I got in contact with them and asked them if they would be interested in me training them from their own homes. Mm. And some were, some were skeptic and because of the covert, you know, um, it's hard to trust somebody from outside to come into your own home mm. and train you there. Um, you have kids, you have, you have other family members. Yeah, so yeah, grandma or grandpa. So yeah, grandma or grandpa. So you don't want somebody from outside to come in and come in with, with the COVID. That we understood, but sometimes we're open for it. And we train you, we train you from, we can train you at the garage, your own garage, your, back, your backyard. We can train you at the park if you want to, as long as you don't mind training in front of people if you're at the park and then yeah. you don't mind people watching you from a distance while you're training, we do, we do that. So yes, we open up, um, um, I, I call it um, infinity fitness training. Um, so- There'll be, be a link in the description. Yeah. <laughs> so we train you at your own home. Mm. So you get in contact with me and say, Quincy, I would like to sign up for three, three sessions a week um, from the month of April. Then for the month of April, you choose a time slot from 6, 6 a.m. Um, throughout the day, you can say, Quincy, please uh, come at, I'll be free at 2 p.m. Mm. At 2 p.m. I drive to your place, train you for 45 minutes, then head on out. You've got your workout. Well, we have equipment, we have all the equipment you need. Uh, our, um, our workouts are personalized, so we can train each and everybody from a person who's never stepped into a gym before to a person who's an athlete who can run kilo, um, comrades and anything. We can train literally everybody, <laughs> everybody. So we bring the, it's easy movement. We bring dumbbells, we bring kettlebells. Um, if you have suspension trainers at your house or you have rings or pull-up bars, you just let us know, this is what I have at my place. Mm -hmm. uh, could you incorporate a workout that's gonna put those exercises in? And we do that for you. We come, diff different workouts every day, so you don't have to worry that, oh, 
I'll be doing the same thing again <laughs> and again and again and again. We change it up. So sometimes you'll be doing strength training. Mm. Sometimes you'll be doing head, head training only. Sometimes you mix the two, strength training and fitness training. Sometimes if you are interested in just box boxing, but it's not professional boxing, it's just uh, boxing to get fit. Yeah. Like, you know, throwing your jabs, throwing your hooks, just going to exercise doing your abs and skipping stuff like that we also do that as well yeah cool man like that that sort of ties into this but like what would you tell someone who really wants to get fit but yeah. they hate sort of traditional training or going to the gym like how do you sort of tailor it to someone well before we start with the session i would sit you down and ask you what do you often do at the gym hmm. You tell me I walk on a treadmill for an hour, I try to lift weights and do this and do that. Hence why our sessions are so short. Mm. They are short that we can get everything done in a short space of time and then head on out. Um, if you don't like doing it, if you don't like working out at um, your conventional gym, come to us. We'll train you and see a couple of sessions. You'll train far for six, six sessions mm -hmm. and I can guarantee you won't like it while doing it <laughs> <laughs> but after you do it trust me you'll feel so great you did it today I was about to say like yeah. while, while we were doing it it felt like it took forever and it was yeah, horrible it took forever now I'm looking back it's like it was a snap it was a, you and now I'm fine and yeah, I feel pretty good because if you look at most people at the gym if they say they will work out two hours that two hours you're not really working out mm. You're on your phone, you go to fetch water, you go talk to people. With us, it's from the start of the workout, you work until the finish of the workout, um, uh, yes, finish of the workout, mm. then you're done. And we head on out. There's no time for you to check your phone and be like, okay, I gotta answer this email because we have intervals. Like today, there were seven exercises on the board. 30 seconds on each exercise with a 20 second rest in between every exercise. Mm. So after that 20 seconds, you have to start with the next exercise. So if you wanna chat to somebody, you'll have to chat to them for 20 seconds yeah. before you start <laughs> with the next workout. So we like to keep it nice and short mm. so that a person doesn't get bored. They get the most out of their workout and then we head on out, yeah. Oh, it's it fits my personality type. I like, I like, like Efficiency, I like gunning things out. And gunning things out, get it over and done with. Like if I have a, a hectic task that needs to happen that day, yeah. that will take two hours. Yeah. A lot of people would spread that out over the entire day and do it calmly. Yes. I can't do that. I can, I I'll can try and get it done in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, do it now, yeah. finish it. And, and then you don't have to worry about it. And then you don't have to worry about it. That's the thing. With us, you come in, you used to come in to the gym, you work out for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. You're done. Mm. And then you head on out, you go about your day. Uh, because 30 minutes, it's about 2.08% of your day. 2.08% mm. 2. 2. of your day. It's basically nothing out of the 24, <laughs> the 24 hours you have. You just spend it, just spend 30 minutes of your day to take care of your body. And then your body will thank you for it. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's another way to look at it where like, I heard this very interesting thing where it's 
Do you remember when you were super young? Yeah. A day used to feel like it's forever. Yes. Like if you had to wait till tomorrow for something, yes. it felt like the worst thing. The worst the thing because it would drag. And it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're two years old, uh-huh. you've only had what, like 700 days in your whole life. Yes. So one day is one seven hundredth of your whole life. Yeah. If you're 30 years old, I'm not even gonna try and do the math. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like one millionth of your life yeah. is a day. So days start feeling shorter and shorter. Shorter and shorter every day, yeah. So, if you're older, that 30 minutes is even yeah. less. Yeah, and if you are a busy person, mm. if you're a busy person who can't go to the gym for an hour or two hours, if you work out high intensity for 30 minutes, it's going to give you, trust me, it's going to give you the best result you could ever ask for. 30 minutes in a day, let's say you're at work, lunchtime, you're like, okay, I have lunch for an hour. Mm. How about I work out for 30 minutes and the next 30 minutes I have my lunch. You're done with the workout mm. so you don't we don't drag on and on and on and make you work out for hours on end no and people don't enjoy honestly people don't enjoy working out for hours <laughs> <laughs> they want to get what they came there for mm. and get it over and done with i used to have a couple of friends in school where they spent so much time at the gym but it felt more like they just wanted to pump up their arms and look in the mirror and look it <laughs> <laughs> and once the pump is gone you're like Ooh. I have to go back again <laughs> just to get that pump. Yeah, uh, yeah. Call them gym rats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so that actually sort of another thing I'm curious about yeah. is: is there a best time, like physically speaking, is there a best time in the day to work out? Because my thinking on it has always been: if you work out towards the end of the day and yeah. you go home, and then you can go to sleep and sort of recover. Yeah, that it makes sense to me that that's the best way. To but do you it. have to look at it like this again. There's what we call morning birds. Yeah. People who are more productive in the morning. I, and then you have night owls, <laughs> like me. Um, I'm a night owl. Mm. I work out best in the afternoon. I feel in the afternoon I've got more energy because I've eaten, I've done a few things. So I've got more energy in my body. Mm. In the morning, I'm just like, because I feel like my body's just woken up. It, it hasn't done much. Mm-hmm. There's people who literally prefer working out first thing in the morning. They prefer working out and I, it works I, I for them. I think I'm one of them. Yeah, <laughs> and it works for them. And there's people who can't work out in the morning, they feel, mm. I don't work, personally, I don't work out in the morning. <laughs> I work out from 12 p.m. going. Yeah. So, there's people who enjoy working out at, in the afternoons. So, you gotta look at it like that. What kind of person are you? And, when do you mostly have energy to work out? So you, that's why I'm saying, if you want to book a session with me, what you can do, you just give me a ring, you just let me know, Quincy, are you, are you able to do um, 7 a.m. session if you're a morning person? If you're not, we can take it to the afternoon or evening and say, Quincy, 5 p.m., is that good with you? And I can train you then. Depends on your priorities and how you feel throughout the day. Awesome. Yeah. Ah. So there's no real benefit to working out at a certain time? I don't think so. Ah, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, also eating. Should you eat before or after a workout? An hour before. Hour before? An hour before working out. It works best like that. Ah. You, um, some people come into the gym and they haven't eaten. Okay, it's, it's, it's good in the morning mm. if we call it fasted cardio. 
So if you're gonna come in the morning and you wanna work out and you don't have like um, uh, diabetes or anything like that, you can work out on an empty stomach mm. and then eat afterwards. If not in the morning, you can just have an apple an hour before and just work out after that. Or you can have your, your oatmeal mm. and then come to the gym and work out. Um, why do people do fasted cardio? It's in the morning. It's because when you wake up, your body has burned calories. Now you operating on what we call reserved calories. Mm. You try to burn those first thing in the morning. So it, it is said to have great results that you're working out and you're burning those last calories you still have left. Um, but I prefer a person eats mm. an hour before and then comes to the gym. I feel like after eating, you become stronger, you become, everything becomes more stable. Mm. So if you haven't eaten, we've had instances, we've had instances where a person hasn't eaten and then they come to the gym. Once they start with the first set, they start feeling lightheaded. Mm. Then we ask them, did you have anything to eat? And they say, no. That's when we try and get them some sugar, maybe um, a Coke, a small, yeah. a small Coke, just for them to have a sip and get their sugar levels right and then start working out. But yes, I would prefer a person eat an hour before working out and it works out after. Perfect. And one little like closer question. Yeah. What's the most fun workout for you? What's the most fun workout? It could be like one specific exercise, it could be a whole like set of things, like what, what do you enjoy doing the most? Well, I enjoy challenging myself. I enjoy challenging myself. So HIIT training for me is, <laughs> is the best. Is the best, where you get to do push-ups. After push-ups, you go straight into a squat. After a squat, you go straight into burpees. After burpees, mountain climbers. You, you just mix those exercises up. I don't wanna go into um, to go work out and say, I'm only going to concentrate on my chest. Mm. I only want to work my chest. I like the most fun exercises, me working my entire body in one session. Yeah. So as you were, you were doing today, you started off with jump squats, hitting your legs, your calves, <laughs> your, and then what you did, what you did, you went into mountain climbs, hitting your core. Mm. Then you, you went into knee taps. All that was left was push-ups so that you could hit your chest and your shoulders. If we had equipment, if I had had bought equipment, overhead presses, hit your shoulders. So I want you to work out your entire body mm. instead of concentrating on one specific muscle to work out. So yeah, full body workout yeah. is the best one. Uh, honestly, directly afterwards, I was only feeling my legs, but right now I can feel my stomach and my arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but dude, thank you so, so much for coming. Thank through. you so much for inviting me. It was very good. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Oh, that's it.